gotta go this way, gotta go this way. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at this. Oh, you're an idiot. Oh. It's episode 39 of Pod'em Up. We're rounding off the year by playing the lesser known PS1 sort of puzzle game No One Can Stop Mr. Domino. Then, it's time for the annual end of year Pod'em Up Awards. Which of the games that we've been playing in 2021 will scoop up the most votes? Find out in Pod'em Up. Welcome to episode 39 of Pod'em Up. My name is Ollie. I'm joined by Tibbs. Hello there. Hello. Uh, yeah, so episode 39, last last one of the year, the Christmas episode. Are you, uh, are you feeling merry or...? Yeah, it's merry as, it's merry, it's merry as I get. Yeah, I th- it does get a bit the same every year, you know, after, after a while, doesn't it, the old Christmas thing? I think it's being a grown-up, isn't it? It is being a grown-up, yeah. And when you've got a kid, you kind of got to hype everything up, you know, because obviously Alice is really excited about it. But um, yeah. Yeah, kind of sort of behind that inside, you kind of feel like, eh, it's just, it's just another Christmas, isn't it? It's just, yeah. You don't even get much time off work. You know, I think no. I'm, I'm back at work on like the 20, 28th. Oh, yeah? Oh, right. I think so, yeah. So I get like no time off at all, really. Yeah, so well, like... luckily my work, uh, we have the whole bit in between off, and I oh, save nice. some of my leave the, the, the week leading up, mainly so that I don't get stuck with someone else's work, basically, because everyone <laughs> else just just leaves as soon as they can so i don't really want us to get stuck with anyone else's way but anyway <clears throat> so we've got a big show yeah we've got the pod up awards naturally being the last episode of the year uh everyone's talking about which game is going to take the number one spot i know i think we were trending worldwide on twitter for a, for a period there that, yeah um, the game awards that was us wasn't it yeah definitely. yeah a lot yeah, of yeah well i assume it. that's what people were talking about oh, yeah yeah, yeah I don't know. yeah must be must Can't have been. think of anything else going on no no well, we'll get to that later that's very exciting. Mm. Um, in the meantime, what have you been playing since the last episode? Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Ah, which one? San Andreas. Oh, cool. Oh, the the, the remaster. No, absolutely ah. not. No, <laughs> wouldn't touch him with a barge pole. But it did make me, it did give me a hankering for Grand Theft Auto. So I've been yeah. playing the original one on PS2. Okay. Um, still holds up. It's, yeah. It's still yeah. a very good game. Mm, good. Um, a few. There are a few frustrations that I'd forgotten about, like particularly relating to if you fail a mission, sometimes it'll give you, you go to a mission marker at like one end of the map and the San Andreas map is huge. Mm. And if you fail the mission, you've got to go back to the starting point 
where you know so you could go back to your save point um like your home base to pick up the mission there and then you've got to go all the way back again you can't just restart the mission oh i see yeah that's yeah. really that's one that's, of those modern things that have come yeah. along since that yeah you, you yeah. kind of miss, don't you? Yeah. And like the auto aim, uh, like when you're in um, like gunfights and things, uh, when you press R1 to lock onto a target, mm. sometimes it'll just point you in in a complete opposite direction. <laughs> um, and I don't know why it's doing it. I don't know if it's it's. I don't know. I, I think the controller's fine. I can't think of any technical reason why it would be happening. Because um, mm. I, when I first played San Andreas, I played it on the PC, so I never really had that issue. But uh, yeah. it's the first time playing it on the console, so I don't know if that's just a console thing. But uh, right, yeah. yeah, it's a few few quality of life frustrations mm. that would could do with fixing. But um, yeah, the the remasters sound like uh, hot garbage. They do, don't they? Yeah, there's a lot of. A lot of issues with them, isn't it? Dreadful, yeah. yeah. Really, I don't know really if they've bad. fixed those minor issues that you just mentioned. Have they? Or have they I, addressed I think, things like that? Yeah, I think they have. I think they have. Um, I think the the mission, you can restart a mission from the pause menu now, I think. Yeah. Uh, so if you fail it, you could just restart from the beginning of the mission, which is nice. Mm. Um, they just broke everything else. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh dear. Um, but yeah, that, that's been taking up the majority of my time because obviously it's, it's okay. quite a, quite a chunky game. So I've yes. been yeah, pouring yeah. quite a bit of time into that one. Um, okay. And obviously our book club pick. Um, yeah. I've been playing a bit of that. No one can stop Mr. Domino. No one can stop Mr. Domino. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll, I will. Yeah, I'll save what my thoughts on that till we get to yeah. that bit in the show. But um, yeah. 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 Well, I haven't been playing great deal this month i've been playing little bits of things um i've been getting into the sega rally series this month oh okay because i had um i had the original with my saturn it's one of the first games i got mm. in a bundle um and I, I mean it, it takes like five minutes to play through but it's just it's so fun do you do you have you played it much yeah or? i love it yeah yeah i just love the physics of it it's just so there's something sort of really loosened you know fun about just steer, just simply steering the car and controlling it around the corners and things yeah. Really good. Um, I've been playing Sega Rally, Sega Rally 2, and Sega Rally Revo. This is the kind of the newer one that came out, I don't know, just over 10 years ago, I think. Oh, I know the one you mean. I've not played that Sometimes one. it's just called Sega Rally, but sometimes yeah. it's Sega Rally Revo. I don't really know why. It was on the 360, 360 yeah. arcade, I think. Um, I've been playing them all on PC. You can actually get all of the PC versions through archive.org. Okay. I think they're, they're sort of listed as abandonware technically so and people have updated them for modern windows so i've been playing them all through that um yeah just having a really really good time with them really just um i've been trying to i've never been able to unlock the lakeside course which is the last one that you can get a sort of the unlockable course in the original if you um get first place in the the previous three tracks i've been trying to do that the best i can do is fifth um it's quite hard i was gonna say i didn't even know there was an unlockable thing i've never been that good at it no um... i haven't either I've never got there, but um, it's been a, a sort of thing I've been chipping away at every other night, you know. Yeah. Thing is, it's kind of it's one of those games. Outrun's got the same, the same thing about it. I'm not very good at it, but that doesn't stop it being fun. Oh yeah, and absolutely. That, you it's, know, that's what I really like about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get that disappointment if you don't if you don't like finish the thing. You don't get the disappointment. It's just like it's so quick and easy. You just start it up again, and it's just. Yeah, it's just really good. And you just want to, you just want to get better and better at it each time, don't you? Yeah, yeah, really good game, really good. Um, Final Fantasy Nine. Haven't got much further than that. 
unfortunately. I did get through Giz- Gizmaluke's Grotto. Oh, Gizmaluke's Grotto. Yeah, I did get through that eventually. That's um, a tough one. It is a tough one. I, I sort of put it off for a little while, um, mm. but I managed to get through it. I'm on the other side now in Burmesia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the rainy city. So I'm working through that at the moment. Um, other than that, I started um, a game I got for my birthday earlier in the year, Devil May Cry 5. Okay. I've never played anything in the series, so I'm I've a bit lost in terms of the... I've played the first three. Oh, have you? I was a bit lost in terms of the story and the characters, because it kind of toddles along, assuming that you you know about what it's talking about, <laughs> but I have no idea, really. So I just kind of go along for the game re- gameplay, really. But it's fun, you know, it's, it's sort of yeah, simple hack and slash kind of stuff. The really good bosses, I, mean, I haven't played that much into it, but I, I got it because I enjoyed the, the boss in the demo. Which mm. is kind of like this big uh, monster thing that you fight in this cathedral, and it's all sort of crumbling around you. And I was quite impressed by that. So, I've done that now, and I'm on to. I've done a couple more levels since then. But um, yeah, it's fun. I don't think I'll. I probably won't see it through to the end. I think it's just you know it'll be it'll keep me busy for a little while, and then I'll probably just park it. But that's yeah, a good game. Yeah, yeah. It's strange that the, the Devil May Cry series was spun off of uh, Resident Evil, wasn't it? Was it? I don't really yeah. know much about it, to be honest. Yeah, the original Devil May Cry was um, that was it, it was like the original gameplay was like it was based on the prototype for Resident Evil Four, oh, right. and they decided this doesn't really feel much like Resident Evil, so no. let's just make its own thing, and hmm. that's that's where it came from, apparently. So oh, it's news to me. Yeah, no, hmm. crying devils. Yeah. Um, I haven't really been playing anything else. The only thing I've got listed is uh, I've been working through my Sonic Advent calendar, of course. Oh, yeah. How'd you get on with that? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, at the time of recording, this is the 11th of December, so I'm, I've almost finished the base. So I haven't actually started on the Sonic bit yet. I'm guessing this, I'll get his shoes like tomorrow or the next day, I think. Um, it's good. It's nice. Um, some bits fit together more sturdily than others. Like the base is made of three different bits, and they fit together really well. They're nice and solid. But then you put the snow on top and it just sort of sits on top. It'll just, it will lift off very oh. easily. And then the snowboard itself doesn't seem to stay on very well. You could knock it off really easily. And of course that's got to support Sonic as well. So I don't know how that's going to work I can out. say, is it a sort of thing where maybe when all the bits are on top of it as well, it'll all sort of click in place? Or? Hopefully, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it seems to be you know, a, quite a decent bit of kit. And, you know, it's just quite, other than that, it's quite solid, nicely made, all the bits you know, fit together quite well. It's a bugger to get out, though, to those bits. So it's not made for, like, the, the average finger size of a male adult <laughs> Sonic fan. <laughs> like, the, the little tabs, they're, they're clearly sort of child finger size, so it's tough to get those open to begin with. And then when you get them, they're sort of moulded into the plastic really well. It's really hard to dig them out, some of them. The thing is, you've you got to get Alice to do it, then. You get, I, yeah, get, I have, I've tried to get her to do it. <laughs> you open it. Oh, Daddy, can I have the bit? No. No. You just open the door. me. You open the door. <laughs> Yours is over there. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I've tried to use, like, a pair of scissors to kind of wedge it out, but I've actually damaged the, one of the bits doing that, so I've had oh, to be no. really... I know. Well, not, not too much, just a little tiny scratch, and it's luckily it's on the end that faces away from you. Um, but, yeah, I have to be really careful trying to get the the other bits out but um yeah it's it's a it's a nice thing to sort of build up every day it's quite exciting to see what you get and everything yeah you know? i i did i didn't get it in the end i i no. i ummed and about it and then by mm. the time i i i 
I thought about it, and I was about to do it, and I just thought, no, I, I just can't stretch to it at the moment. And I'm, yeah. I, I think it's one of those things I'm going to kick myself for doing because it, it looks really nice. But... Yeah, I mean, it's forty pounds, so it's a fair. I think it's forty, wasn't it? It's a fair. Yeah. Chance. I, I, I decided to treat myself because I haven't really treated myself for much else recently. So I thought I'll, I'll, I'll get that. But yeah, it's it's. Um... I think if I'd have found out about it a couple of months earlier, I'd have yeah. probably gone for it. But um, yeah, mm. I just found out about it too late, really. Hopefully, there'll, there'll be some stock left over going cheap during the yeah, year. Yeah, mm. And then, uh, <laughs> you know. You can just have a pretend Christmas. I'll have a pretend advent in March. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Um, yeah, so that's all I've been doing there, really. Um, we, could, we could carry on with the news, if you like. Yeah, let's do it. News. So it turns out this this game awards thing was wasn't to do with us at all. You I know, know. It was well, some other this? some other event that was that was going on. You know, they've. I, I think we should uh, call them up about a copyright uh, wow. infringement, don't you? Um, get the lawyers on it, certainly. Yeah, get the lawyers. Yeah. So uh, obviously, game awards. Um, Sonic Movie Two trailer was shown. Yeah. Did you catch it? I did. Mm, did you like it? I did like it a lot. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Isn't I, it? I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned before, like when we talked about it, I was really a bit sceptical about Tails and Knuckles being in it because I thought, like, having Sonic interacting with like normal people, you know, live action, mm. that kind of worked. But I thought with Tails and Knuckles as well, it might start looking a bit uncanny and a bit. I don't know how well it would all gel, but it yeah. looked really good. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, it looks like, apart from some obviously some technical advances and some more modern tweaks, it looks like the kind of movie that would have come out like in the nineties. Yeah, because it's so it's almost like sort of an adaptation of Sonic Three and Knuckles. It looks like, doesn't it? Vaguely. Yeah, definitely. And there's there's definitely there's some um, a few little nods to Sonic Adventure as well with him up on the yeah. um, the you know the, um, the skyscrapers the city, the city and the, the, the sewers. You know, spitting water out and all little things, little yes, visual right, nods yeah. to the games and stuff. Yeah, yeah, really. and I love that they put that attention in because they did. They didn't need to. If you're making a movie about a video game, quite often, you know, they don't put those details in. They don't really bother. They're just trying to make. They take some of the basics and they just build a movie and go in a different direction. So it's nice yeah. that someone there at least is is kind of looking and seeing what we can do to to um, you know make the fan base really appreciate this. And you know, mm. they've. Um, done really well i was listening to a podcast where they interviewed one of the writers for the sonic movie and sonic the, the second one and you know he's, he's clearly a, a, a sonic fan you know he's, he's got you know a lot of the the lore down and everything so he he he's been able to put these things in that another writer might not do so it's um it's great and you can really see it through that trailer yeah i, I i'm really excited for it. i think yeah. it's gonna be great yeah, I think and so. it, um, Idris Elba as as Knuckles really good. Yeah, yeah. it fits him really because that's another thing. I was like, I don't know how does, is he really going to sound <laughs> like Knuckles? But I, I, I'm I'm all in. I think it looks great. Yeah, yeah. And doing the rounds of the Twitter at the moment is is like he's supposedly gone really deep into like Sonic lore yeah. to, to to learn about Knuckles and his yeah. motivations, <laughs> which is so cool. I love that Idris Elba is is looking at Sonic lore. It's you know. so cool, but you mm. know. Uh, you know what the Sonic fan base is like, and yeah. there's, there's some weird stuff out there. Oh, there there's is. some yeah. really odd. I can't. I hope he's not digging into like some of the the 
other fan fictions out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I think he'll keep it official. <laughs> you would hope. Stay away from deviant art. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I mean, even officially, like Knuckles' character has changed a lot over the years, so it's yeah, nice that yeah. they. It looks like they're they're sticking to like almost the original vision of Knuckles as a real sort of tough, serious kind of badass guy. Yeah, by the looks of it, doesn't it? So, and yeah, it's really it, it settles the argument about whether the the white tuft was a necklace or a a patch yeah. of fur. Yeah, it's obviously a patch, it's of, a patch fur. of fur. Yeah. I think it was Sonic the comic that mis misinterpreted. It, I was going to say, I think that was Sonic the comic that it was a, did that. Yeah, there was a few things they misinterpreted because they Wasn't, only. I think well, there was some Sonic box art. Was it for like the Sonic Knuckles PC or where it? It, it was very. It it wasn't clearly a necklace, but it wasn't clearly fur either. It was a bit ambiguous, yeah, possibly. and it's like you know. So it's yeah. I think in in those old days, they didn't really have a lot of information to go on. They would have just one image yeah you know to work from so they you know <laughs> it's, it's difficult to blame them for misinterpreting things oh yeah it? yeah it's like but, kirby on the the, the well, we keep coming back to kirby don't we, we? do That's yeah mm. um kirby on the um the original game boy it looks yeah. completely different because they didn't have any reference to go on he was just told right he's like a blob and he sort of flies just mm. do what you can with that and yeah. you know completely doesn't look anything like kirby <laughs> there's that famous mega man uh, yes, art, isn't it? The, you, yes, it's just it's just a, like a spaceman with a gun, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Uh, well, I did also with Sonic. Um, I took some comprehensive notes on the Sonic Frontiers trailer. Okay, that they did. Um, I went through it frame by frame, yeah. and I've hours of painstaking research onto it um i'm going to give you a list now of everything that we know about sonic frontiers based on that trailer alone okay so okay let go me on. just check yep. my notes um yeah it's got sonic in it yep tick uh, but that that's it <laughs> that's what i've got so um <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean it didn't it was nice to see the world that they're going for I suppose. I suppose, yeah. Um, and but it didn't really tell us anything that we didn't already know no. unofficially. You know, we no. kind of unofficially knew it was going to be an open world game, which is what the the, the graphics suggest, and we knew it was going to be called Sonic Frontiers recently. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm ex I'm quite interested about a, an open world Sonic game. I think it could work uh, quite well. Um, I'm 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 hopeful for it. I'm glad that we're at least in a different area, not just Green Hill and Chemical yeah. Plant again. That's a, that's yeah. a plus. You know, they're actually trying something new. So I I'm, I, I want to see more though. I don't. <laughs> I, yeah, I mainly. I think I had a bit of a moan on Twitter about it, but I hate cinematic trailers. Show yeah. me gameplay. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna, it's the game awards. It's about things that ostensibly we're going to be playing. So show us what we're going to be playing. I don't, mm. You know, I'm not. I just can't. I I can't really get excited about just a pre-rendered, you know, cinematic. It's like. Well, well to be fair, I don't think the 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 environmental footage was pre-rendered. I think that was in game. Was it? Yeah, yeah. All the environment, all the environmental shots. I think that was all ah, the game stuff. Okay. To be fair. Um, there's a lot of pre-rendered footage of Sonic running and everything, but a lot of the, that game stuff. If you look closely, it looks like you know. Uh, the oh, I'll game watch stuff. that again then. I'll watch yeah. that again. Obviously, you didn't didn't watch this frame by frame analysis was not quite as thorough as you made that. 
yes. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. You, you, I mean, caught, you, you caught me in a lie, but um, <laughs> yeah. I will say, um, you know, all, all, all snarkiness aside, did the the badniks? I presume they're badniks. The little robot things that were chasing them. The little things. They seem to be quite similar to the movie style. I thought it seemed to be more to the style of the sort of ro- robotic kind of creations from the movie than previous yeah, games. Possibly. So was that just me or? Um, no, I got. I'm getting a sense that this is more of a sort of a high tech look to hmm. to things. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the styles do change from now and then. Oh, yeah, yeah. they do. Sonic yeah, 06 yeah. had similar Sonic. badnik styles, didn't they? Yeah, I um, suppose, yeah. So, um, very Breath of the Wild, I got, you know, sort of both the look of it and also the, the, the sort of that piano-ish music was very similar to Breath of the Wild as well. They're obviously seeking inspiration for that, mm. for their sort of open-world ideas. Um, it should be coming yeah. out next, uh, next, basically next Christmas time, in the next year, so it's got a long way yet. Yeah, I was. I was out of the two Sonic things. I was more excited about the movie than. Oh the game. yeah, I Definitely. think un- undeniably but, you would be, wouldn't you? Because yeah. it's just, it's just so. There's awesome, more basically. to to yeah. get into there. I think, yeah. Did but... you notice that also in the trailer, the the music towards the end was Emerald Hill Zone? Oh, I didn't know. Give it another listen. It's like a cinematic version of Emerald Hill. It's great. Oh, great! Yeah, mm. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Was there anything else at the Game Awards? I, I I did have a look through, but there was nothing else that interested me. No, um, I can't. I don't think there was. I didn't stay up for it because it was at like one a.m. our time, so I didn't sit through. I didn't stay up and sit through it. I start. I was. I was up and I started watching one of the live streams, and mm. it was just some bloke singing. And it, uh, I, 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 I I'm not really interested in this. And yeah. then <laughs> I watched it again later, and there's someone else singing. Oh what? And well, I was like, well, what's all this? You know. What's all this? Not, yeah, I mean, that's even worse than a cinematic trailer, isn't it? I mean, oh. that's literally just a guy singing. It's nothing even to do with the game. No, I know. It makes mm. it, as we said that before about when it, um, was it Ghost of Tsushima? It was yeah, just a guy playing the guy flute? Just playing the flute. You know? <laughs> just, no, oh dear. No yeah. need for it. Right, um, let me, I'm just having a look, see if there are any quick game, a uh, list of the games. Hang on. Uh, yeah. Biggest announcements and reveals. Uh, Suicide Squad, not interested. Wonder Woman, not interested. Star Wars Eclipse, uh, I suppose it could be alright, but they didn't really show anything as a cinematic trailer. Yeah. Alan Wake 2, uh, be, could be good, but it's not out until 2023, and <laughs> I haven't got PS5 anyway, and I doubt yeah. I will and by you may not even <laughs> You may not even be able to get one by then. No. <laughs> Hellblade 2, not that interested. I played Hellblade. Have you played Hellblade? No. It's it. <laughs> I don't want to. I. I don't want to. A. I don't want to. It's not really a spoiler of the game because it's it's this aspect of the game. It it you find out within the first five minutes of playing it. Mm-hmm. So you play a character who suffers from um, mental illness. I think it's meant to be like schizophrenia, um, yeah. or something of of that description. And she hears voices in her head all the time. So you're going round, you go around the level, and the voices in the head are going like, "Oh, gotta go this way, gotta go this way. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at this. Oh, you're an idiot. Oh," mm. and it's really annoying. It's really, really <laughs> annoying. 
Right. And I'm not, you know, I'm not. I don't want to sound unsympathetic no, to anyone no. who suffers from such a, you know, a condition. I'm sure it is really annoying. Yeah. And they've they've accurately portrayed it in the game, but I just it just enough. Mm. By the end of the first level, okay, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Is <laughs> that throughout the whole game? Do you think? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. It, I'm sure it's throughout the whole game. Wow. Um. It just wasn't. Maybe it just wasn't for me. I really wanted to like it, but um, mm. so yeah, Hellblade Two. I might skip that. Um, mm. Apparently, that that's that's everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's the okay. biggest announcements and reveals. So um, yeah, okay. Definitely, definitely the Sonic stuff for us then, really, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely the Sonic stuff. Um, I got to admit, I was a bit. I still hold out a tiny little bit of hope that there's going to be a Sonic Mania 2 and I hoped especially I with the you know the the celebration of Sonic's anniversary and everything's been a bit delayed because of covid so I thought they might have had a secret little thing up their sleeve that they were going to bring out and you know yeah but... I mean, so, yeah supposedly it's just it's not happening is it and if it would we would have heard about it by now I think wouldn't we I just thought so something would have leaked missed, they've missed the yeah yeah but yeah, so yeah, the, the Sonic stuff was a highlight, I think. Mm. For, for I mean, me. to be fair, until a few days ago, I didn't even know the Game Awards was happening, and I didn't even know that it was a place where trailers happened. I figured they just read out a bunch of awards for, for the best games, much like we're going to do later. So you know, I mean, it's oh, not no. like it's not like no. I mean, it, it's been so. derisively called the Game Ads for Has for it? many years now oh, okay. because I, it's I, more it's more of a an advertising get together than it is a. Um, you know, an actual thing. award ceremony, but oh, um, right. to be fair, this is the first year that's ever had anything that I've taken notice of. So yeah, yeah, okay. Right, any other news that you that has happened since uh, last episode? I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. Um, no. I mean, we've said that before, and then I always think yeah. of something afterwards. But <laughs> no, I think we've got quite a packed show to get through. We though, do. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll crack on, should we? We should crack on. I think. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Mr. Domino, apparently, no one can stop him. No, I've heard that. Yeah. Did you stop him? Or No. I mean, I stopped him just because I was quite bad at the game. But, you know... <laughs> that's a surefire way of stopping him. <laughs> I stopped him with the power button. Yes. But, um, okay. Well, yeah, we'll, 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 get, we'll get to it. So, uh, yeah, Mr. Domino, we're talking about him right after the break. Video Game Book Club.
Right, we're back. So, No One Can Stop Mr. Domino. Nope. was released for the PlayStation 1 in January 98 in Japan, September in Europe, and November in America. It was developed by Art Dink. Who Great I name. Lo- yeah, good name. Very good name. I looked them up. They've done loads and loads of games, but they're all almost all of them are specific to Japan, yeah. and I've never really heard of any of them. No. But the, the list just goes on and on and on. It's really funny. Yeah, it's a huge <laughs> list. Published in Japan by Art Dink, but published in the US by Acclaim and JVC Music in Europe. Um, seems to be relatively rare over here. Uh, a quick look on eBay. There weren't many. They were sort of going for uh, £50 and upwards, maybe. Yeah. I think US versions seem to be a little bit more common, maybe a little bit less. But yeah, it's just um, a little bit under the radar game at the time, was it? Or... Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it came out... I mean, 1998 was a big year for PlayStation. Yes, so, yes. You know, there were so many big releases that year. I don't mm. think many people i don't think i ever remember seeing it in a shop i don't remember mm. ever seeing walking into like game or it would have been the electronics boutique back then walking into into a shop and seeing it on on the shelf you know it was all sort of gran turismo tech and all that kind of stuff taking up the shelf space so yeah it yeah. really flew under the radar i think when you mentioned it last month i thought i was familiar with it but i think i was just thinking of another game maybe glover um, oh, yeah, yeah. Which was a which I do remember from back in the day, but I don't having played this and having seen like the box art and things, I don't think I remember this from back in the day. In, in we should do. We should cover Glover. That's a, yeah, that's it's like that's more of a traditional three D platform, isn't it? Which is mm. which is what I thought this was because I think I was thinking of that. Um, this is more of a puzzle game, actually. Hmm. So that's what it's described. But it's it's really it's quite difficult to pigeonhole into a genre, isn't it? Because yeah, it, it really is. It's, it's not really like anything else. No, no, it? it's it's completely. Yeah, it's its own thing. Um, I watched you playing it on Twitch. Um, you, yeah. I I didn't. I wasn't around for the live stream, but I caught the 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 VOD on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I had no idea what I was doing for like most of that. <laughs> I literally. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't figure it out because the thing about this this is the thing when you when you're playing like you know roms in particular and, and just games that you get without the instruction manuals in those old days they actually use those instruction manuals to explain mm-hmm. what, how the game is played they didn't do it in game uh, and this is the, the, probably the best example i've ever seen of that because it literally tells you nothing it's, about the game at all if you don't know what you're doing if you do, if you haven't got the you know, an explanation of what you're supposed to be doing, it is completely impenetrable. <laughs> it is, yeah. I, I did end up looking on Wikipedia, I think, didn't I? On the, yeah. on the actual stream. <laughs> Just to get a, even a hint of what to do. <laughs> so, basically, you're, um, you're Mr. Domino or Mrs. Domino, um, who's a little anthropomorphic uh, domino, with little domino with a face and arms and legs, basically. Yeah, a little cowlick. Yeah, and they're running around uh, a level, sort of a predefined path in a level that loops back around, uh, sort of with a with a kind of isometric-ish viewpoint. Mm. I would say of yeah. the, it's three D. It's all three D, but it's, it, you know that's the kind of view, and it sort of stays that way. So you're running along this path, and you can switch left and right to sort of almost change lanes within the path. The lanes aren't visible, but you can kind of move between, say, three or four different positions in the path to dodge obstacles, and if you press any of the 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 buttons the the sort of the face buttons you will produce a, a sort of a static domino behind you and you can hold the button to produce a long line of them and then as you run around you'll notice that there are little tiles on the floor and the idea is that you line you set a load of dominoes up 
leading up to these tiles. And then when you come round the loop again, you're supposed to hit the dominoes, the front, the, the first domino, they all come crashing down and then activate the tile. That's the only way to activate the tiles yeah. using the dominoes that you've laid down. And that will produce like an animation in the level, often quite sort of wacky, sort of Japanese-y kind of animations that then produce more obstacles yeah into the into it's the kind of level. like um like i don't know did you ever play with domino rally when you were a kid the little domino rally sets uh no i don't think so i read the the, read, the name rings a bell yeah it's kind of these these little you, oh i yeah i just as you yeah i'm just yeah. Rem- remembering what it looks like now yeah yeah you, you set mean, things yeah. up and it would dominoes would knock into things and you go round and round and then it would set off like a little rocket at the end and like pop into the air and there's, there yeah. was all different ones they all did different things yeah. and it's kind of like uh, as well um, Rube Goldberg machines where yes. you know you'll hit yes. um, a ball or roll into something and that'll knock a ball bearing down a spiral and that'll roll into something and mm. that's what these trick tiles you know often do you'll hit that and then it'll set off this chain reaction of events to knock down more dominoes and it's it's really satisfying when you get it going. Oh, it is. Yeah, I could never get really long enough chain because it was only when I've composed in the notes for this game and I was looking on YouTube and I I realised that you can actually you need to in order to complete a level you need to trigger all of the tiles that are on in the level. It was only when I was looking on YouTube that I realised you can do it all with one hit of a domino. Mm. Like you can set them all up so that uh, okay you, the dominoes lead up to the first tile that activates and then the thing that happens will cause things to come onto the level and if you've got a domino at where you where they're going to hit i think there's a little marker that indicates where they where they're going so you get a bit of a clue but if these things come onto the level they will hit these dominoes that you've set up and then that will lead to the activation of the next tile yeah and it's like a chain reaction which looks very very satisfying I must yeah admit. and i got this is what i was going to mention when i mentioned the game earlier i was look i looked it up on on youtube as well mm um just to see refresh my memory of any bits that i you know might have missed or you know just because i didn't get a chance to play today so i thought you know quick refresher see what's yeah. there and i noticed there's a long a quote-unquote long play someone complete the game in 20 minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might have been the one i saw actually yeah it's yeah. like i'm i'm not good enough to play the i couldn't do the first level in 20 minutes no no i mean i you saw the playthrough i was stuck on that thing for ages and i thought this is the first level and i was thinking of you know modern day puzzle games generally have loads and loads of levels don't they yeah and i was thinking god how many levels are in this if i'm if i'm spending an hour on this first one there's only six in there's this, only six in this, yeah. this game luckily um and it really sort of chucks you in at the deep end i think it, well, that's, why, that's how i felt anyway not mm. knowing what to do you know, because um, it's it's a tough game. It's really tough. It is, yeah. It's really because, tough. But even when you know what you're doing, it's difficult. Yeah, because there is a time limit, um, and I couldn't. The time limit wasn't very clear. It sort of just kind of happened. You know, I could just suddenly start. It's just suddenly start, started saying hurry up, and I could never figure out what the what the factor in in that was. I could. I know I could pick up health packs to restore some of my time, but do you do you have any insight as to how that that works? That mechanism. Uh, what the 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 timer? Yeah, yeah, the limit not, of the level, basically. Not really. I mean, I do. I know you. Your character's got a stamina level. Yeah. And you, I think the health restores your stamina, doesn't it? Yeah. Does it depend on how many things you run into? Then does it, or is it, is it a time-based thing? I think it's a time-based thing. Yeah. 
I think it's a time-based thing because if you there's pads that speed you up and pads that slow you down. Yes. And I th- I've noticed that if I get slow, but then I don't know actually. Maybe I'm I'm second guessing myself now because I I seem to had the impression that when I was hit this the slow down pads, I seemed to because. Just, just so people know, the stamina you've got, a, your character's got like a stamina level. Mister Domino's got stamina, but it ha- doesn't have like a gauge or anything no, visible exactly. on the screen. He just yeah. kind of gets darker, <laughs> like fades a dark color as he loses right. stamina. I didn't and even then... notice that. Ah, I didn't right, get yeah. any indication of how how much more time I had left. I didn't ah, no, he, 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 as he gets more tired and his stamina goes down, he get, he gets darker and darker and darker. Yeah. And then when he's pure domino white that's when he's sort of full energy and i i felt like when i hit the slowdown pads i seemed to get darker quicker Ah, but i don't know whether that was my imagination or not because as with many things in the game it's not it's a bit obtuse it's not apparent at all no (laughs) No. you really have to it's almost a puzzle just figuring out the rules of the game yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i there was i didn't get that far i think i did first three levels mm. and I got to the fourth I sort of stopped having fun at that point yeah just because it yeah. was quite you know taxing yes um, so what 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 is your history with this game is this a is this a thing you had in the back in the day or is it a more recent kind of game why did you pick it no no I picked it because uh I got it on a demo disc um it was on featured on one of the demo discs for the official PlayStation magazine yeah um and I played it, and my first experience with it was exactly like you're yeah. playing it on <laughs> on the Twitch stream. Yeah. And I just remember being so utterly bewildered with it. And it's just one of those games that's... Because I didn't play it for years after that, but it always stuck in my head. Right. This Mr. Domino game. And I went back to it years later. And I'm like, I've got to figure out what that game was actually about. And I played it, and again, you know... Same thing, just not sure what's going on. And mm. then when I, you know, obviously read, you know, the manual and what's going on and what I'm supposed to do, yeah. and then it all started to click. And then I, yes. I find it, I find it quite. A, it's a difficult game, and I think the difficulty comes from how much of itself it doesn't make clear, how much it yeah. hides. Yeah. I think it could do with a lot of polishing. But I did find it quite a charming game. Like it had the same yeah. kind of charm to me. The things like Incredible Crisis had, and yes, like yes. Katamari. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah, it's got that same kind of quirkiness to it. I it's think. that Japanese kind of quirkiness, is yeah, it? that's that's very, especially the third level where you're running around a house. Yes. Um. It, by the way, it's weird how he's when he starts, he's the scale of a normal domino. But when you get to that third level and the grocery store as well, but in the, when you get to that third level, he's the scale of a person. What's oh, that no. about? <laughs> <laughs> But the house one, know. that was in terms of the actions, that was definitely the best one because you, you kind of mess up the lives of these people that live in this this house by your <laughs> actions. Like I actually listed some of them there because I thought they were really funny. Um, so the dad, when, once you trigger the action that causes the in whatever room the dad's in, he gets he stands up and gets punched by this massive boxing glove that comes through the cabinet and just yeah. falls onto the playing field. I think doesn't he? And then the mum opens the oven to find a bomb that blows up in her face. And the, the teenage daughter's one is the, is the most bizarre because that's the weirdest. That's one. the weird one. She turns her clothes suddenly turn into a swimsuit, as they do, and then her teddy bear faints from 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 too much 
Well, love, he, he, I don't he, do, know. he doesn't just faint. He gets like an explosive nosebleed and then faints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really bizarre. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he falls over. Yeah. And then, yeah. And it's just... And then watching this playthrough, um, it became apparent that if you do all of the thing, all of the triggers in one go, a different thing will happen at the end. Did you see this? No, The, the no. grandfather... Normally, I think a bell falls on him or something. But if you trigger him all in one go, he turns into like this incredible Hulk kind of figure. Like, and it's a the really weird looking sequence. It looks <laughs> bizarre. Oh, you know, it's worth watch a watch. That. Go back and watch it because yeah. it is. Yeah, that is. Um, but it's it, yeah, it really reminded me of Katamari Damacy in particular. Yeah. Um, and now that you mentioned it, um, Incredible Crisis, because it's just so Japanese, isn't it? It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. It's, it's just, just mental. Got that? Yeah. That that. <clears throat> That charm to her, yeah. Yeah, um, that's just really quirky, what the hell's going on kind of charm, yeah. I really wish it had... I can, I can see why it didn't do as well as, you know, it could have done. Because yeah. not only the, you know, the, the sort of big games that it was competing against that year, but also what a weird, difficult, tricky game it is. Mm. But I wish it had done well enough to get a sequel because I think that the, there's a real core of a, a good idea, uh, you know, the, mechanically. If it was just tweaked and made a little bit more accessible and a few of the, you know, just polished up a bit, yes. it could be really good. I think so. I think there's a good there's a good core idea there. When I was trying to work out what the idea was, it seemed very sort of convoluted to me at first. But then once you get it and you watch the dominoes fall over, you feel like this is a really logical idea. Mm. I feel like, because I, I wonder how they, they started with this. I, I kind of think feel like they must have come up with, they looked at dominoes and thought, oh, that's a really nice mechanic. How can we get this into a game? And then kind of built it up from there. Yeah, I, I reckon that's how they did it because, and then they thought, oh well, how can we set up the dominoes? We need a character that puts the dominoes down, and then how do you then knock them over? You have to go round the circuit. You can almost see it come together when yeah. you think of it like that, can't you? Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, yeah, it is a good idea. It's definitely a good idea. Yeah, and you know, if you just imagine, you know, if they say even if they just did like a a, a remaster of it, which is seems to be the style these days. Yeah. If they just chucked in a few step-by-step tutorial bits, you know, just yeah. a, a couple of, you know, short tutorial sections between the first level, just to explain what's going on and then let you go with it, I think, you know, just that alone would make it so much more accessible for people. Um, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're long past the... the, the the chance of getting a no one can stop Mr. Domino two, but um, I think so. Yeah, you and know, I a remaster as well. To be fair, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably pretty low on the list of yeah. um projects, but you yeah. know, hopefully one day someone will pick up that idea and run with it. Yeah, because it's you know dominoes in a game, definitely as well, maybe not as, but very satisfying compared yeah. to dominoes in the real life. You know, uh, especially with you know because watching that video all the chain reactions and things look really really cool you know like it hits one thing you know i think it like in the first level it's um it's particularly i don't know there's like a there's like a little ball that rolls around these yeah things and it's, it's it's all takes place on a casino table i think doesn't it like a blackjack mm. table and these all these different little things that it's very that very um what did you call it that rube Rube Goldberg. Rube Goldberg machine, yeah. yeah, which has come up before in in the podcast, hasn't it? When we were talking about Ghost Trick, I think, wasn't it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, um, yeah. There's definitely a, a bit like 
um, mischief makers when we talked about it last month is there's, there's a there's some good stuff in there but it's just it's just not quite refined yeah you know, and it's not quite absolutely it, yeah um presented in the best way yeah um, and like like, like you like you mentioned you know it gets to a point where it just kind of stops being fun yeah you stop having fun with it and that's... the obstacles are too hard to avoid um there's even a reset tile oh, in there oh. you, if you touch it the, your progress gets completely erased <laughs> in the level you might as well just be a get instant like you know death so, yeah because it's just you know it's so frustrating i did end up using a lot of safe states on this just to kind of get through you know yeah. levels because it's just it was really difficult. It's really unforgiving, yeah. You really need to learn those levels, and I think you only there was like a live system, wasn't there? So you you, know, you only get so many lives, and then that's it. You have to start. I was going to say, again. I think I think you get five, and then that, that that's yeah. it. You get five, which isn't which is not enough to learn any of those levels, in my no. opinion. So you'd be playing, you'd be starting from scratch a lot. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's proper old school game in the sense that you know, if you want to get onto the later levels, you're going to be replaying the first few levels over and over and over yeah. again until you you can do them in your sleep. Cause yeah, you, exactly. Which is why it only takes twenty minutes to do the whole thing if you're really really good at it. You know, there's I not, can, yeah, there's not I, actual you know, a lot of content in there. It's just it's just practice and practice and practice, isn't it? It's yeah, one of those old school things. Mm. Yeah. I quite like the music. The music oh, was yeah, sort of very, yeah, yeah. very typical of games at that time. I thought it's kind of like that sort of dancey kind of hip hop. I was going to say, yeah, sort of, yeah, dancey mid, sort of late nineties dancey stuff. stuff. A lot of games sort of had those kind of soundtracks at the time, so it kind of reminded me of that, which I quite, I quite liked. Yeah, reminded me. I don't know if you've ever played Ape Escape. That had a that same. That's got the same sort of. Oh, does it? Yeah. Yeah, sort of dancey soundtrack. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Great. Great. Great soundtrack. Mm. Uh, that's kind of all I've got for it, really. It's, yeah, um, well, like you said, there's not, there's not a great deal in terms of actual content to discuss. It's more no, like it's, uh, it's more trying to figure out what it is. To figure but... out what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. should mention that the introduction sequence doesn't really help, does it? <laughs> no, I can't. You have to remind me. I've only seen it once. I can't remember how it it's went. It's just that it's just them sort of they they like fly about on some casino chips and then yeah. it's just it's just. It's just odd. It just doesn't explain anything know, at all. I know the ending movie. If you've got, I think that each character has a different ending movie, and Mr. Domino's one is just him jumping off a building into a, like a woman's <laughs> pocket or something like that, and it's really weird. So, <laughs> uh, so well, what's your overall verdict? Would you recommend? I suppose I would. Yeah, um, just because it's so different. And it's mm. got such a, it's got such a good idea at its core. I, I wouldn't say spend really hardly any money on it at all if you if you can avoid it because it's I didn't I wouldn't say it's something you'll necessarily keep coming back to unless you sort of get bitten by get sort of bitten by it. You might do I don't know, but I don't think I, I probably wouldn't play it again at this point in my you know necessarily. So it 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 didn't I didn't fall in love with it, but it's it's worth a try I think. You know, it's um, it's yeah. got an interesting idea. Yeah, I think that's fair. I was, uh, if it's going for sort of fifty or sixty pounds at the moment, I'd I'd hesitate to recommend Definitely, it to someone yeah. for that price. <clears throat> yeah. If you happen to come across it cheaper, it's worth a punt. If you're looking for just a, a quirky thing to try, mm. um, but yeah, I'd struggle to give it a, a glowing recommendation. I I enjoyed it. Um, mm. But yeah, it's definitely an acquired taste. I think I I. Mm. 
get it if you can find it cheap, but I wouldn't stress too much if you if you have to skip it. Mm. That's good though. It's it's good to look sort of look at these these quirky, unusual games that don't really get much spotlight, you know, and um, and just to try them out, see if there's because you can often find some really good hidden gems like that. So I mean, I I love I love games like this, you know. Yeah, I like Tekken and Grand Theft Auto and you know Halo and Forza and all these. I like that as much as everyone else does, but I really love games like this where they're just really quirky weird ideas that you just mm. couldn't do in any other medium. You know, no. you you couldn't mm. you know, you couldn't do it as a film, you couldn't do it as a book, you know, you couldn't it's just a re- someone had this weird idea about let's do something with a you know, a, a video game about dominoes. And they kept adding little ideas to it, and until they came up with with this game, and I, mm. I just I just love little quirky, obscure games like this. So cool. All right, thank you for bringing bringing that to all of our attentions. It's um, it's good. Yeah, good. yeah. Um, we'll we'll do my pick uh, at the end of the episode, I think, because yep. up next is the moment you've been waiting for. You've been waiting for this all year, and it's not the end of the show. Which you haven't no, 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 you haven't been waiting for that all year, no. <laughs> no, no, it's the Pod'em Up Awards 2021. I actually had to think of what year it was then. <laughs> <laughs> they all merge now, don't they? They all merge, they all merge together, oh. yeah. Um, but yeah, after the break. Let's do it. Let's find out which was the best game of the year. Up Awards 2021. Yes, if you've no idea what we're talking about, basically, um, all the episodes that we've done this year, with most of them we've done a book club uh, pick, like Mr. Domino. Um, we're going to choose our favourites between all of those picks um, through a, a, a system that is completely unchanged from last year to, to make a change. Uh, so we're basically, we've got several categories here. Each of us is going to assign two points to one of the games that we feel best meets that category, plus one point to a runner-up. So a total of six points per category that are available. 
Um, and then we've got a favourite award where we give three points, two points, and one point to our favourite three games. Plus, there's a listener award which does the same thing as well. Yep. So, um, yeah, let's uh, let's get started. The nominees are Walker on the Amiga, Bug Snacks for Modern Systems, Lollipop Chainsaw for 360 and PS3, Sayonara Wild Hearts for Modern Systems, Poiny's Point for PS2, The Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap on Game Boy Advance. Lemmings on the Amiga and various other systems. Lemmings 2, The Tribes, Amiga and slightly fewer systems. Lemmings Mobile, Mischief Makers for Nintendo 64, and of course, No One Can Stop Mr. Domino on PS1. So, those are our nominees. A fine selection. <clears throat> yeah, an eclectic selection, I yeah. would say. Quite a, quite a varied mix. You know, we've got a bit of retro in there, got some, a lot, some, some good representation for modern stuff, and some quirky titles in there. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good. I think it's going to be. It's not going to. I think it's going to be difficult to predict how it goes this year. I, I really. I was just telling you in the break. I still don't have a favourite. I've got three games that I can't decide which is my favourites, and my mm. points are distributed mostly towards those three games, and they're really tight. Okay. Um, there is there is an overall winner in those points, but I still I don't know if it's my overall favourite. So. <laughs> And I, I, you know, just going by my thing, I, it's really hard to call. In pre, all the previous years, there's usually been one standout. Been, that, yeah, one standout that, that I can we tell both coming. Think, okay, is going to be that. This yeah. time, I, no. I genuinely don't know. No, I thought I did. I, there was one that I thought would would do it, but I'm since I've been, I've been thinking about the last few days, and actually, there's two more that I like just as much. And I really don't know how to. <laughs> what's going to happen basically so i'm really excited actually yeah this is going to be a lot more interesting so let's get to the categories shall we mm-hmm. so first one is the graphics award okay so this is this is the best graphics relative to the system the game is on um so your your runner-up what would you what what would you give one point to my runner-up is going to be walker oh okay cool yes, yes. um Right. Purely right. because I love the old pixel art styles, yeah. um, and I think for the time, because it is a relative award. Yeah, you is. know, there's, there's definitely games that we played this year that obviously have better graphics, but for the time, I think it was just really detailed sprite work, the backgrounds, the the animation on the, on the little robot. Um, I just really, I think it just did a really good job of pushing the Amiga. Comparatively to other games that were out at the time, I think it's great, and I just really like that style. So, mm. one point to Walker. Yeah, I uh, it's, it's certainly got an interesting style to it. I think, as far as Amiga goes, because I'm not so familiar with that system, it was hard to know yeah. whether it was good for the Amiga or not for yeah. me. Um, but certainly, things impressed. I like the 3D robot head. I thought mm. that was quite cool. Yeah, and the little guys. The little um, guys and the, you get little, the little horse carriages going up and yeah, there's a lot of detail there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I can totally see that. Yeah, <clears throat> so my one point has uh, actually gone to Sayonara Wild Hearts because I really oh, yeah. really like the the sort of the art style to it. I thought that that sort of um, minimalistic look, but lots of sort of dazzling effects on there. Yeah, just just worked really it's well. It's a gorgeous game. It's a, yeah, it's a gorgeous looking game. So that's got my got my one point for sort of fairly self explanatory reasons. I would yeah. I would say yeah. Um, so what got your two points? Uh, my two points go to Zelda the Minish Cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same same um, for me. Yeah. 
I just, you know, I really, I, I yeah. gushed about how much I loved the art style when we you reviewed did, yeah. it, and nothing's changed. I just, the, the animations are so expressive, it's so bright and colourful, and I, I, again, I love the pixel art style. I, it's just, it's top notch. I, I can't, can't yeah. say good enough things about it. Yeah, the sort of the detail and the, when you sort of shrink down into those little worlds to see these, these leaves and things, yeah. you know, in, in, in great detail is um, was really was really cool. It's really cool, and you know, could be, considering it's on the the Game Boy Advance, um, yeah, you know, so it's a, you know a, a relatively underpowered system, and but it it really holds its own, you know, compared to some of the you know the really top end 16 bit yeah. games yeah um, it does i think it's, it's one of, probably one of the best looking game boy advance games I oh think, without definitely. without a doubt yeah so the next category is the music award okay what what did you give one point to um the music this this one i really had difficulty with this one it's kind mm. of a what my heart says and what my head says okay um and really, I'm gonna. I guess it's a draw for them, but I have to. I, I have to pick a runner-up, and I have to pick a, a winner. So, the runner-up is gonna be Sayonara Wild Hearts. Is it? Oh yeah. wow! Oh, that's a shocker. That is. I know. I, I know. I, and I, I am agonized. so surprised by that. I agonized <laughs> over it, and like I say, if I'm if I'm voting with my head, Sayonara Wild Hearts would be. The winner that would okay. get the points, but yeah. you know, I got a vote with my heart on this one. I think so. Oh, right. okay. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I I love it. And like I say, it's so close. It's so yeah. But I have to pick one to the other. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna flip flop. I'm gonna say Sayonara Wild Hearts is my runner up. Okay. I mean, you you could give one and a half to each if you wanted to. It, this is a new rule. Well, I, I'm just thinking I might do the same later on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So splitting them, so because sometimes these decisions are really, really difficult this year. So I think, I think I, because so many different points are going so many different things, and they'll all add up anyway. I think if you're really, really torn, I think you can split it if you want to. Okay. Okay. Well, if you're going to do it anyway, I think you're... I might do it anyway later on. <laughs> <laughs> And in I wouldn't. The, I wouldn't like to do it later then, and just not give you the option earlier. I was going to say, in the interest of fairness, then yeah. I will. I'll split it, and I'll give one point five points to Sinara uh, Wild Hearts. Okay, and what's the other one? It's going to be Lemmings. Is oh, of course, Lemmings. Because yeah, yeah, it's you love a, the lemon. You do love the Lemmings soundtrack. I love yeah. the Lemmings soundtrack. It's got a huge nostalgia kick for me. A yeah. lot of good memories attached to I playing didn't it. Think, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, yeah. And it was that whole, like I say, it was head versus heart, and it was yeah. really. I just couldn't choose, so I'm going to give 1.5 points to each of those. Okay. What's your choices? Yeah, sorry, I just got to write down the complicated half. Uh, <laughs> notation. So, my one point was um, Zelda Minish Cap. Mm. I I thought it had some really nice tunes in there. Um, some of them are sort of standard Zelda tunes that appear in lots of games and are great anyway. But I think that they had some really nice versions of those tunes, uh, and just uh, just a good soundtrack. I thought for the Game Boy Advance certainly, and just just in general, I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, my two points actually go to Sign Our Wild Hearts. Yeah. Just because it's it, it fits the gameplay so well, and it's just it's really it really is a, a game 
a, a soundtrack that you can play, isn't it? You know, so oh, it's, um... I, it's on regular rotation. Even, yeah, you know, I haven't touched the game for quite a while now, um, yeah. but I still regularly listen to the soundtrack. It's superb. Oh yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so um, yeah, very good. So level design, and this doesn't necessarily have to be, as we said before in previous years, it doesn't have to be, be levels as such. It's sort of gameplay design. Depends what you know the content of the game and how how sort of clever it is and how well designed it is really. So uh, what did you give one point to? I gave, I gave one point to uh, No One Can Stop Mr. Domino. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, because of... I know we've discussed its difficulty and, and you know, everything that we've, we've just discussed with Standing. I love the chain reactions when they yeah. work. Mm. And I love that, you know, the that kind of design where you can trigger one thing these little chain reactions go i love it it didn't work as well as it could have done and like i say everything that we've said in the review still stands but in terms of level design and like the the, the kernel of the gameplay really that um i would i i, I like it so i'm i'm going to give one point to yeah. to mr domino i think that's fair yep yeah what Good. about you uh my one point goes to what did i write uh lollipop chainsaw Oh yeah, nice. Because I thought it just had some really cool ideas in there. I particularly love that um, arcadey kind of level where it suddenly drops you in a pong game uh, or like in a pong field where there's big balls bouncing yeah. around. You had to avoid it. And then what else was it? There's elevator action returns. And it just the jumped to these different yeah. arcade games. And I thought that was brilliant. And then the rest of the game as well just had so many nice ideas between like the sort of the regular hack and slash stuff. Um, and I just thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So that's got gets my one point. Yeah, great choice. Um, so your two points? Uh two points goes to Lemmings. Oh yeah. Okay. Um I suppose in the in the same sort of way. I mean it's not chain reactions in, in the same sense as um uh, Mr. Domino, but it's got that same kind of, when you when you actually get a level when you crack it, when you realise what it wants you to do yes. and you've figured it out, you've you know, you build a ladder up here and then you, you dig a hole down there and you block here and then you've got to blow up a thing here and it all works. It's incredibly satisfying and particularly yes. as the levels get more difficult, there's so much thought that's gone into creating these levels and these little set pieces that you have to work out. Um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's, it's just great level design. So, yeah, yeah. Lemmings for me i can see that um even though I, overall i didn't i didn't like the game that much no you didn't um i in the brief levels that i did enjoy i could definitely see that uh, it's like that that eureka moment oh that's yeah. how i do it and it's, exactly and it goes off um uh, yeah so I, I can totally see that yeah yeah cool, cool. uh so my two points uh, go to sayonara wild hearts okay yeah good. i thought the levels were really cool in this game just so fun you know, um, I love that level where you had the twins clicking their fingers and it changed yeah. the, the layout. And you had to look ahead to see what was coming while it was there. Um, and then you had the, the sort of the more arcadey game one where it was like Asteroids kind of style. And I just, uh, there's so many different ways of of changing how you manipulate a character in an area with the same sort of controls, how you dodge obstacles, but so many different ways of doing it. And I thought it was just brilliant. Mm. Yeah. yeah, really love the gameplay in that game. So, yeah, that gets my two points. Yeah, two points well earned. Yeah. So we move on to the, the character award, the, the, the Podomop Classic Character Award, where we assign a, um, a points to a particular character who belongs to a game. 
<clears throat> Sorry if my throat's going. Um, I've not been particularly well <laughs> recently, but uh, you have to bear with me, I'm afraid. <coughs> right. So, do um, which character got your first uh, point, your one point? Uh, so, the one point, uh, my runner-up, went to mm. uh, Juliet Starling okay. from yeah. Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah. Um, I just think she's she's funny. She's great. Yeah. I was tempted to give the. I knew it was going to be Lollipop, a character from Lollipop Chainsaw. I was tempted mm. to give it to Nick, but he doesn't really do anything. But he does. He's got all the best lines. But yeah. <laughs> but I think you know the majority of the time you're playing. At, well, the whole time you're playing as Juliet. So uh, yeah, I'm got, Juliet gets my my character yeah. award runner up. Okay. My runner-up goes to Shelder from Bugsnax, oh. who, if you remember, was that um, yeah, sort the of hippie one. the hippie one that um, spoke in like uh, <laughs> what's it called metaphors and yeah. things, and claimed not to claim that you must leave the Bugsnax alone, you must not eat them, and then clearly ate them when no one was looking. <laughs> yeah, and I just thought that was brilliant. <laughs> That's so funny. You must leave them in this box. Yeah, leave them in this box. Don't touch them; they will magically disappear. <laughs> They will not be eaten by me when you're not looking. <clears throat> and I just, yeah, I mean, that game was full of great characters, wasn't it? Oh, it was, yeah. And it really, it, it really, it really shone in that department. So it was actually quite difficult to pick a character. I knew, I knew I was going to pick a character from that game, but yeah. I, it was quite difficult to pick which one. But I think I settled on Shelda in the end, just because, just for, just for that sort of, you know, <laughs> contradiction. You know, it was great. Yeah, really good. Go on then, so were your two points? Well, my two points also goes to uh, Bugsnacks, uh, Grumpus. Okay. Um, yep. I went to Philbo Fiddlepine. Okay, which one was he? I can't he's remember. He's the mayor. Now. Oh, he's the mayor, yeah. that's yeah. What, oh, yeah, he's great as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's great. Uh, he's just he's just a, a, he's just a fun character. Yeah, he's just so sweet and innocent. Yeah. He's just He just really wants to bring everyone back together, um, even though no one wants to. And he's just so optimistic. Yeah, in the face of tremendous adversity, it's yeah. just yeah, it's it's very it's hard. It's his little sash with nail <coughs> on it, really sash, badly. Yeah. And, he, and you discovered house. that he's got loads of them. In he's there. got loads of them hanging up on like a little washing <laughs> line. Just, I just love him. What yeah. a brilliant detail that is! Yeah, yeah, he's great. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, that that game is so strong in characters. I was going to say, it's like you said, there's so many good characters in that game. So it, yeah. it, it had characters, the, the minute the character category came up, I immediately thought Bugsnacks. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, there was only two, really. It was Bugsnacks and Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah. My two points have actually gone into Lollipop Chainsaw. I've actually oh, right. chosen a combination of Julia and Nick. Ah. I cheated a bit, <laughs> bit, but I suppose it doesn't matter because they, they, they still go to the same game. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just love the dynamic between them. Yeah. Her, you know, endless optimism and his extreme pessimism, <laughs> given that his head, his head chopped off and that's all that's left of him, dangling um, around on her belt. And it's just, it was so funny. Just It, is, uh, it really brightened up the levels. Well, not, they, not that they needed brightening up, but it was just, it, it really added another layer. Because normally with voice acting during levels, it's a bit tedious and it's, and it's but this was done so well. It's yeah, one of the best, really... best examples I've seen of voice acting during levels to bring it out a bit and make it more interesting. It's so great. And some of the some of the best bits are like, uh, for me, uh, like the really understated bits. It's not like a really, yeah. like he's got some really nice one-liners throughout the thing. But there's other bits where, you know, Juliet will say something, he just goes, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's not paying attention to anything. Yeah. It's and just... that level, that level where he just gets really, really down about everything. I he's know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. So, a kind of a similar award, the Charm Award. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so what was your, your one point for, for charm? Again, I, I I really had difficulty with this one. Because um, there's so many... We've we played quite a few games that I would, I would consider charming. And looking at, looking at my choices now, I really... Mm, it's I'm a not difficult gonna, one. Yeah, I'm not going to do another 1.5. I'm tempted to, okay. but no. Um, I'm going to give my runner-up to... I'm going to give it to Pointy's Point. Okay. Yeah, that was a very charming game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just great. I love the... I, I, the Cartman Point, I'm going to call him, because he's just called Point, isn't he? He is Cartman. He's basically <laughs> he's Cartman. Just, he's yeah. just Cartman. And I, I, I love the, the design of Jellytown and... Yeah. The little eclairs that run about, the, and the yeah, I just love it. It's just a, it's just a charming environment, nice, lovely, yeah. and I like it. Yeah, yeah, it was a very charming game. Yeah, charming characters. Yeah, cool. Yeah, um, my one point has gone to. Um, it sounds weird to say, but it's gone to Lollipop Chainsaw. Okay. Because a game you wouldn't think a game about slashing up zombies could be charming, <laughs> <clears throat> but the, just the way I mean, it's basically the same thing as I've just said for the character. It's just it's charming, even though the imagery is so grotesque and disgusting. Yeah, it's just the way the context in which it's presented. Yeah, was, exactly. Was just charming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, go, going back, I'm another game that you, you weren't too keen on, but medieval. You know, yeah. if you were to, to describe medieval in just pure aesthetic terms, it's you know just charming isn't a word that would spring to mind but it yeah. it is charming in its own way so yes, yeah I, right. I, yeah i know what you mean yeah it's that comedic touch yeah if, if it uses comedy then there's a lot of charm to it automatically i think so yeah definitely yeah, that's why i've gone for that um and your two points for charm uh, goes to gonna be bug snacks yeah yeah me too it's got to yeah, be really isn't it's it i mean it's probably snacks. the most yeah definitely the most charming game that we played this year yeah definitely without doubt um I love the design of all the grumpuses. I love all the little designs of the bug snacks. Um, I still randomly go around going bunga bunga bunga. So, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, it's just great. I, it's just a charming. It's just charming. Oh yeah, the bug snacks themselves are great. The characters are great. Yeah, great, charming game. So the next uh, award is innovation. So this is where a game, you know. I can't my my mind and my throat are just failing me at the moment I'm so sorry that's alright right innovation is innovation isn't it it's like um, (laughs) when you're not doing the same thing it's like those are new ideas you know it's great you're you're bringing something new to the table bringing something new to the table you know you're, you're really you're really breaking outside the box thinking outside the box whatever the term is stop me talking what's your one point for innovation <laughs> my one point for innovation um again goes to no one can stop mr domino yeah yeah, yeah. I would, um, it's a very innovative idea it's a very innovative, I, innovative game um, i can't think of a single game that is anywhere near like it really yeah that, that's yeah, exactly my thoughts on it really um you know ex- execution wise it might not have been uh you know it's refined yeah it's refined but in terms of you know its core idea i think it's one of the most innovative games that we've we've covered so yeah you know uh take a point mr domino take a point mr domino can't stop him from taking a point no my one point um has gone to uh mischief makers oh okay i thought uh similar to mr domino it's um it wasn't the most refined experience but the level designs I mean, I could have given it to a level design award, to be honest, but I think I thought for the time, 
some of the ideas in the levels and the new ideas that it came up with uh, were quite innovative really and, and the fact that it kept changing things every level you know every you know no two levels were the same really and i just thought it was quite just generally quite innovative with its um, sort of design approach yeah i think that's and fair they, you know they found lots of different ways of doing things that uh, with the grab mechanic and shaking it you know so i thought it was quite good innovative yeah uh so your two points for innovation uh, my two points for innovation goes to sinara wild hearts yeah i've got that as well for innovation. yeah yeah because I suppose you could look at it and say, from on a purely surface level, it's not the first sort of on-rail shooter game that there's been. It's not the first musical game that there's been. But I think mm. in terms of innovation, the way it's basically an album that you play. Yeah. Um, you know, the the music and. The only other game that I think has integrated music into itself, into the core gameplay, knitted together so integrally, if that's even a word, would be mm. Res. Um, yes. But even Res, I, w I don't think Res is an album. I think Res is more of a. It's kind of a bit more experiment experimental, bit, I would say. Yeah, it's a bit kind more of experimental. Like, <clears throat> it's almost and... about you creating the music, isn't it? In that one? Yeah, yeah, precisely. Um, but I think with Sinara Wild Hearts, it's, it's just like a full length album that you play. The songs complement the gameplay, and the gameplay mm. all meshes together so well. Um, and it's all, yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's a really innovative way of approaching mus a, a musical game. Um, yeah. There are a few other games that merge music and, and uh, the visuals so perfectly. You know, you couldn't imagine it being any, any different, really. No, I, I think it's, yeah, definitely one of the most innovative approaches to... Um, certainly to sort of rhythm action games if you could call it that or musical games um yeah so mm -hmm. yeah brilliant yeah i'm not going to add anything to that because i i probably sh shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> next award it's kind of supposed to be the opposite of that this is the archetype award this is the award you give to the best sort of bread and butter example of of the game of its genre it doesn't necessarily you know break the mold but it just does things so well you know, mm. that are quite well established. So your what was your one point? Uh, my one point went to Lemmings. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. For just being, you know, what is one of the first things I personally think of when someone says the term puzzle game, um, yeah. Lemmings is one of the first things that springs to mind. Um, and I think that's that's the definition of what that of what this award is for, really. Um, yeah. 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 I, can't, I, I can't, that. can't say more than that. No? Yeah. I went for Lollipop Chainsaw. Okay. Just because I thought it was a great example of a of a sort of a beat 'em up hack and slash 3D game like that, really. I think yeah. it had a lot of innovative ideas as well, but uh, its core core gameplay, you know, the, the the combo system was was really good, really satisfying. <clears throat> um, you know, the visuals kind of blended with that really nicely. So yeah, it was just I think I thought it worked as as that genre worked really well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, your two points. Uh, my two points go to Zelda: The Minish Cap. Yeah, same for me as well. Yeah, um, it's just—I mean, I can say that comparing it to other Zeldas as well, having played them, it just—it's—it's it's the perfect. It's a perfect Zelda, you know. It's just, and it's just a perfect RPG, yeah, um, uh, action RPG. You know, it's just—it's structured so well. Um, yeah, I can't, my thoughts are failing me. What? Um, anything else to add to that? No, it's, it's you know it's like you say if it's in, if you're looking for if the award is intended for a game that perfectly exemplifies 
that particular genre or that particular style. Yeah. Um, you know, if you if someone asked you, so you know what. Well, What's, these, what's an RPG game like? Then, what is an RPG game? You could point them to this, and it's just—it's a perfect example. It's, it's yeah. you know, graphically, musically, gameplay-wise, everything is there. It's, it's a textbook RPG done really, you know, perfectly well. Yep, brilliant game. So, before we get to our favourites, we've got the listener award. We put it out on Twitter, and we got some votes in to determine three points, two points, and one point. So okay. the one point from the listeners gave was, went to Sayonara Wild Hearts. The two points went to Lollipop Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And the three points went to Lemmings. Oh, good. That's mm-hmm. a surprise. Yeah, yeah. A pleasant I mean, surprise. but uh, I'm not yeah. going to say we had loads of votes, but, you know, we had enough to get a consensus. The number of votes, you know, we, we, we keep things strictly confidential for we the, do. you know, for the privacy of our voters, you know, so, mm, of course. What, you know, whether it was three votes or 30,000, it's not for us to say. It's the quality of the votes. That Absolutely. Counts. That's yeah. the important thing. And these were from some top people. Absolutely. The, the creme de la creme of, creme de la of creme the Twitter of listeners. audience. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So our favorite awards. Okay. Um, I, I'm still a bit undecided about the favorite award. I must admit, I've got three games that I really loved. Okay. And I don't know the order of them at all. I really, I, I literally cannot put them in order. I like them all really, I think, equally. Okay. Um, I'm just going to list all three of them, and I think I'm going to give them all two points, because I just can't <laughs> narrow I'm sorry, but I just can't narrow it down anymore. <laughs> okay. I don't think I can. Can I? I don't know. Can I? I don't know. Giving them all two points feels like you're, you're putting your thumb on the scales a little bit here. Yeah, I know. It's a bit of a cop-out. Why don't you? I tell you what. You do your three, your one point, two point, three point, and I'll see if, for some reason, in that time, I I can decide at least a winner. You know. Okay. So go on then. What was your one point? My one point went to Lemmings. Okay. Um, I had a great time revisiting it. Um, again, it's a game I got a lot of nostalgia for. Um, I can't say anything more about it than that, that I haven't already said. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Lemmings gets my one point. Uh, my second point. Uh, my two points, sorry, uh, it goes to Bug Snacks. Oh, right, okay. Yep. Um, I really enjoyed the time I spent with it. Um, I wanted it to, to carry on a bit longer than it did. I didn't yeah. necessarily at the time, but I remember wishing there was some DLC and wishing there was... It's just a world that I enjoyed exploring, so I wanted to go mm. back and, and, and do a bit more than that. I love the characters. I love the design of the, the Bug Snacks themselves, and it's just a great time all round. Yeah. And my overall favourite of the year, um, Drum roll. it's going to be Lollipop Chainsaw. Ah, yeah, okay. It really is. Um, yeah, I just, just had so much fun with it. it. Yeah, mm. it's just so much fun. Um, mm. Lots of laugh out loud moments. Um, the action is really. It's simple to it's simple to pick up, but there's lots of intricacies with the combos and stuff if you want to get into it, if you really want to go in depth with it. Um yeah. it's got that same kind of satisfaction you get when you can chain a bunch of combos together, you know, hop over a zombie, chop off a few heads. Um Yeah, I think when I look back at the games I had the most fun with, I would say Lollipop Chainsaw was my overall but like you, there's a there's so many games I could have picked on there. Yeah, um, it's been a really difficult decision. A lot of these awards in general, but this yeah. one particularly for me. So my three, the three games I'm considering, I'll tell you the name. Okay. Lollipop Chainsaw is one of them. Yeah. 
uh, Zelda is another one. Yeah. And Sayonara Wild Hearts. I knew that one. would be the yeah. Yeah, it's. I just. I. I love them all. I love them all so much, and I just. I can't. I. I don't know. I find it so difficult for some reason to pick, because they've all got their different strengths, haven't they? They have. Yeah. You know, and they're all completely different games. Um. I'm trying not to look at the points and seeing who needs more points because that. No, be no, no, no. You got. To, go I, with, uh, to go be you... fair, it's really hard to looking at these these marks. It's really hard to determine which which is a standing out i don't think there's one there's there's not a single one that's reaching out above the others i think um oh god there's something inside me that's leaning towards sayonara wild hearts above the other two go with your heart i don't yeah i i suppose i have to haven't it if there's only one if they're all if it's stalemate and there's only one reaching out to do that then i think i've got to listen to it haven't i yeah um i don't know if i can find the order for the other two I'm tempted to give, what is it, three points to Sayonara Wild Hearts and then one and a half to the other two. Would, that, would you say that's fair? I'd say that's fair. Okay, I'm going to write that down. They're, like you say, they're, they're all, they're three really great games. Yeah. Um, you know, and mm. if you if you can't, if you can't narrow them down on a technicality, on something objective, then yeah. you just have to... You've got to lean to towards... Yeah, and I think so in our Wild Hearts. There's just something about that gameplay that really spoke to me. Mm. It's sort of a visceral thing. You know? Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's not a long game. It's not a very deep game. But it's just that, that adrenaline rush you get when you play it is like nothing else. And, yeah. you know, that, that's, you know, those you, when you speak about that, you speak about my favourite sort of games, really, you know, in, in my history of gaming. And it's just, it's got to, it's got to go for that, really. Yeah, as much right. as as charming as Lollipop Chainsaw is, and as sort of complex and you know so well honed as Zelda is, uh, yeah, I've got to go for that. I think. Mm. I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's a a, right. a just winner. Yeah, and I think a fourth one would be Bug Snacks if I had to pick a fourth because that's such a good game. Yeah. Um. Right. I'm gonna need a minute to tottle this up. Okay, you do it. It's just it's, I could go anywhere. There's there's like several games here that. I think it's best when it's like that, though. It's, oh, you know, it's, it is. Uh, it's, it's more exciting than yeah. it's the most exciting we've had in, in, in all the years. Because in all the other ones, you know, I think the first two in particular were just complete walkovers. It, yeah, it was, it was obvious. Like from the from when we when we played the the game of that year, we both kind of knew. Okay, this is going to sweep this all the, the points. Yeah, and to be honest, when we were doing Zelda, I thought that might be it. So did I. Yeah. But then I was thinking about the other two, and I'm thinking, no, actually, mm. I think I think I like them just as much. Anyway. Give me a minute. Yeah, you carry on. Okay, right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. So, I'll go through them all. Okay. So, um, there were two games that did not get any points. That was um, Lemmings 2 and, unsurprisingly, Lemmings Mobile. (laughs) Um, I mean, Lemmings 2, I think it's just... If we did it on its own without Lemmings, I think it would have had maybe picked up a couple of points. Yeah. It's unfair. It's kind of unfair in that it's, it was mixed in with its, its sort of better predecessor. In, in yeah, I mean, Lemmings Two was more that it was there as a sort of a compare and contrast with yeah. the original Lemmings, really. But um, yeah, yeah, it gets an um, honourable mention. It does. Yeah, yeah. Mobile probably doesn't, does it? Really? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, with one point each, we had Walker, Pointy's Point, and Mischief Makers. Okay. Uh, with two points, we got No One Can Stop Mr. Domino. Well done, Domino. And then it's a 
fairly big jump up to the next ones. So with eight and a half points is Lemmings. Ooh. And that's in what position? Fifth position. Okay. Um, with nine points is Bug Snacks. So in third place, ten and a half points, Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap. That's a surprise. I thought it it'd is be, a surprise. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. With twelve and a half points, in second place, Lollipop Chainsaw. Ah. Uh. First place, our winner, fourteen and a half points, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Ah. Uh, very well deserved. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think. And I, I think. If looking back at the list of games, those are the three that I expected to be most near the top. Yeah, me um, too. Yeah. snacks, I thought, yeah, um, but I lolly- think a worthy sort of fourth place. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, lollipop, Sayonara, Zelda. Yeah, I think that's it. It sort of all worked out as 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 I kind of those top three, and I wasn't sure which order they'd come. I in, wasn't but... sure what order they'd be coming in. I, I thought Zelda would probably be a bit higher, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there's still yeah, there's three great games. Definitely. Yeah. I mean it's it's been such a hard call this really exciting actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope you you the listener are as excited as we as we have been <laughs> during this last, you know, half hour or whatever we spent on this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, congratulations to our winner of twenty twenty one, Sayonara Wild Hearts. we extend the invitation that if you contact us we'll give you yes. a trophy an actual we... physical trophy no one takes us up on the offer but we mean no. it no who met i think it was a samogo i think am i thinking right was the name of the company um yeah i can't remember i think can't it was remember. yeah if it but... wasn't i'll edit that out. but <laughs> samogo, we'll check it before we listening. make the trophy anyway so don't yeah, worry we'll about double that. check <laughs> You know, don't worry about that. We'll... Better double check We've that. We've got Wikipedia open right now. We'll, we'll, it's fine. <laughs> we'll sort it. That's right, yeah. Okay, well, that was entertaining. Entertaining end of the year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I th- a, a good a good year of um, a good year of, of selection, Sarah, I think. Um, I think so, yeah. There's some real, some real good ones there. Yeah, I really hope, yeah, 
the upcoming year, let's try and make sure you know the the word you used was eclectic. I think that's that's you know if we can keep a, a nice eclectic selection, I think we should um a good year a good year to come. Yes, definitely. I'm I'm going to kick it off. Let's do it. Let's, I, yeah, I keep so, saying let's do it. That's because it's bugging me now. I keep saying every time you say something, I say let's do it. <laughs> I hadn't noticed to be honest. Oh, it's driving me. I, I've just noticed. I'm not going to cut them all out. Put something I'll, else. I'll, in. All right. I'll cut. Right. I'll take something from another episode that just seems really out of place. <laughs> really out of place. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, so we're going to kick off 2022. Which sounds weird, just saying. A 2022. I know. That's just, I mean, it's a mouthful anyway. But just the fact that we've, we're there anyway, we won't go into that. So, <clears throat> 2022 is going to kick off with a bit of a classic, actually. Okay. So we're going back to my Christmas 1995. Hmm. Um, this was a game I got for the Sega Mega Drive. It's a racing game, which we haven't done very much of at all on the podcast. Oh. Um, it's got a year in the title that is actually the following year. It's top down. It's got two extra control ports in it, in the cartridge. It's Micro Machines Turbo oh, Tournament 96. Oh, lovely. Yeah. See, whenever I play, I play it, I load it up quite a lot, and I'm never any good at it. I always fall off the edge. And I just don't have, like, the commitment lately. <laughs> so I want to just sit down and play this properly and see if I can actually, you know, win some races. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I played so many hours of this back in the day. Yeah, so, yeah I used to I, love build, did, the 96 version, did you? Yeah, the 96 yeah. version with the track editor. The track editor was brilliant. Right? <sighs> love it. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's a great choice. So I, I thought I'd kick us off that. with a, a safe pair of hands. Why not? So that's the game we're going to be playing in January in our first episode of 2022. That's episode 40. Uh, we hope you can join us for that. And um, thank you for joining us for this one and for uh, all the episodes that you've joined us in this year. You know, we've, um, I can't believe we've done a, a fourth year of this, really. I know, that's um, mental, isn't it? It's crazy, yeah. Um, we've done so many games. I've worked out uh, earlier that we've done, because of the way episodes have worked out, and we haven't always done a book club in the episode, but sometimes we've done more than one, it actually works out exactly the same number of episodes that we've done in terms of games that we've played. So we've oh, done right, 39 games so far. Yeah. On Podmark, which sounds crazy, doesn't it? It does. That does. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's make it to episode one hundred. Yeah. And then we'll do we'll do like a super award ceremony. Yeah, we could put in all of the award winners and do all, a super Oh yeah, award. like a, a tournament of champions. Tournament of champions, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Brilliant, wouldn't that's it? Brilliant. Yes. We've got four of them so far, haven't we? Yeah. Ghost Trick, Undertale, Katamari and uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Oh, creme de la creme of Podomac. Oh, that's going to be... Uh, you look forward to that in well, when we're episode 100 be 2027. <laughs> Probably something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Two years away yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you've got, you've got to hype it. You've got to build the hype, you know. Yeah, so, you know, that's right. get, mm -hmm. get hype. Yeah. Yeah, but so yes. it should be, should be a good year. I want this year, at some point, I want you to surprise me with a Kirby game. That is your challenge. Oh, yeah. I've already got one picked out that we're going to cover this year. Have you? Yeah. Okay, cool. Brilliant. That's good. And I've also got an idea for March. All right? I'm going to run it past you later. Okay. So, Podemup is our name of our podcast, not to be confused with the Swedish doppelgangers. No. We are podemup.live on the interwebs. Yeah. Domain Podemup. fully renewed and in fully our... Fully renewed and ready to go. <laughs> ready and online. <laughs> at Podemup on Twitter. Uh, Podemup at gmail.com. And um, something else. Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Podomup. Yeah. 
I might play a bit of Micro Machines on it. You never know. I might, <laughs> I might play a bit of uh, Astrobot with a working we... microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you finally played some Astrobot. I know. It? I think it was even before the last episode, the previous episode, wasn't it? It might have been. Um, yeah, it might have been before the the previous episode. Yeah, I yeah. Pl- finally played some, and I plugged in a USB microphone. You can't have the PSVR and a USB microphone plugged in at the same uh, time. I don't know why. It just won't let you. Just says so you, you gonna, can't. How are you going to do it then? Um, I'm just going to have to get a um, just a normal 3.5mm jack microphone. Like, oh, right, out of the from like a Yeah, it, it came with one in the box somewhere. I don't know where it mm. is. Mm. Um, but I, I, they're kind of crummy, those ones. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. I might just have to plug it in and do it with that. But I mm. will I will try to because it is it's a good fun game and I want people oh, I to, looked it, to yeah. see it. Yeah, I saw bits of it. It's, yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah. It's, it's weird to see it on just on the screen because sometimes you look so far away. And it's like, yeah. how, do you, how do you know what you're doing? But I guess in VR, in you know, VR, it's, like, it's, it's it's almost like he's on the table, you know. Yeah, so. exactly. The the yeah, the scale of it is so much different in VR. It's one of those things that doesn't really translate when you when you see VR games being played on like YouTube and stuff. You don't really get no, the. I can imagine, yeah, the it's overall the, feel of it. Something well. you have to experience yourself, and yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. But yeah, okay. Well, let's wrap it up for the year then. And, yeah, um, we'll, have we'll, a have we'll, a great uh, Christmas period, everyone. Yeah. I uh, hope you're all safe and well. See your family and stuff safely, and we'll see you uh, in the new year. Yep, Have a great see one. you next year. Bye bye. Bye. bye.
do it. Let's 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 do it. Let's, I, I keep saying let's do it. Every time you say something, I say let's do it. Cut them all out.